with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street. The leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. All right. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the Outdoor Zone. Live in the bunkhouse, yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, live in the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Grady, and the bunkhouse with me is Cody Ryan. The Cody Ryan. The, 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 Cody, 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 Cody. <clears throat> And also, we have a strange sighting of beefsteak in the house. Oh, yeah. Hey, I want to, I just got, one of our regulators told me that y'all were macking on me pretty hard about not macking. I don't think macking's the right word. Let's not use that. Oh, well. We weren't macking on you. That's what you do with like your girlfriend in third grade. Uh, okay, well, we're about maybe not that. third grade. Well, that's what we're... you make for your granddaughter because that's what she wants for dinner, and that's all she wants to eat is mac well, and well, mac it's, and it's a, mac okay. And beef steak is in the house. Ranch hand, uh, road rash is the ranch hand that gets there early. Make sure the gate gets open. Make sure the old pot belly stove gets fired up, and uh, yeah, put some foil on that old wire coat hanger. It's not windy today. Let me see what the weather says here in the uh, weather central. It says 22 degrees and sunny in Lynchburg today. It's going to be 19 there. Estes Park is 18 degrees. High today, 41. Low, 14. Smithville, Texas going to be 57 today with a low of 39 tonight. Woo, too cold. Partly cloudy at 44 in Smithville, Texas. And uh, Carson City, Nevada. Let's see. It's 22 with the high today of 48. Low is 17. Clear skies there. Going to be a beautiful week this week here across oh the my U.S. God. Oh, my God. I'm just going to keep what, going. What, what happened while I was gone? I mean, well, what did you let happen, happened, Cody? I like uh, looking at that. The last like two months. At, I just like looking at the Estes Park weather. I just think that's cool. We, yeah, uh, he's got a new app on his phone, Cody. On my weather app, Cody. He's got a new app on his phone, and it comes up and shows all the places he's been. That's all. So it's really, it comes I, preset on your phone on a uh, on an iPhone. I hate to tell him that. 
My no, little... I don't have an iPhone. I have a, what is it called? The little flip go phone with big buttons on it. I got the, yeah. uh, <laughs> you pay for your minutes. What yeah, do they call it? J jitterbug? I have to have big buttons so I can the, see. The jitterbug. You got that one in your yeah, big, my your old man phone. comes with a, so, Cody, I, I get to pre-program -pro four, four locations. Cody, I heard you were truck. pretty rough on the beef for the last couple of weeks. That's what one of the regulators told me. I was listening and said, you weren't kind at all. So I'm here to stand up oh, for my Was your wife that was, listening? That was your oh, wife that was, listening. It was his pastor, Joe Don. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's sticking up for beat, me. Beating on you a little bit there. You're not on the show anymore? Yeah, they thought. There was nothing rude or rough. It's, or unusual. I, did I speak anything of non-truth? Ask your pastor that. Oh man! Do I speak? Do I speak of truth? The truth does it come shall, from truth? The truth shall set you free. That's so, it. Hey, no, I, did, I never said anything that wasn't true. I got to shoot a deer in the face. Did That's, you see that? I sent you a picture. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. Was that not good? Why didn't you post? So that? the fires in Bastrop now are <laughs> under control. They've been contained. Uh, we. You, it was interesting yesterday. I was driving into town and there was some additional fires had taken off just right off of 71. And uh, so it's a dangerous time right now with the uh, dry, dry situation around the, around the area. Well, we talked about it just last week. You had at your property, at your farm, you had a big a fire. Uh, yeah. not, a, not a little bit. You had a fire. You had a grass fire start up at your place and could have been burned. bad. Could have been. Right? Well, it, and I and I can It wasn't surely... good. It wasn't good. It burned some grass and it and it wasn't and we talked about it last week on last week's show. And then uh ironically just down the road Texas Parks and Wildlife had was doing some controlled burning that wasn't controlled. And, uh, well, it was at first, well, of course, and, everything starts out that way. You know, they have a tough job though. The, I, I heard that the guys from California came in last year and met with the Texas parks and wildlife and talked about fire oh, that's burning you back to get your, your fire <laughs> yeah. information. No, from California and, guys. no yeah, and the bottom line from what I heard on our list is that they said, we wish we could do more prescribed burns. Uh, and they're not allowing us to do it. And that's one of the reasons we have big wildfires. And so I can understand well, this why the, they're getting in front was, of it, right? This was the third prescribed burn for this area. It was the same, it was the same spot that they'd burned previously in the past couple of years. But uh, you know, the, the reason I bring it back up is just because living in an area now where that is potentially an issue where I mean, living in a neighborhood, you got to think about, you know, the neighbor leaving a candle burning or something. No, but, you don't, because everybody's yards watered. You got irrigation well, I systems. Know, but, and, I mean, you worry about the house, you know, next to you catching on fire. I mean, there's some some thoughts like that, but out here in the country, you know, when you got pasture around you, with I went out and mowed all my pastures down. I, I have no reason to let them grow up. I went and mowed them all down. And, um, I mean, it's not perfect and they'll still burn, but anyway, shout out to 
uh, the, what I noticed yesterday when I saw that little fire start off on the side of the highway and how quickly the first responders got there. But I saw the fire crews there, the burn crews who had obviously been in the area for a while uh, for the last few days show up and man, they're dressed in thick, heavy jackets and fireproof clothes. And, you know, first, first responders to fires, especially the wildfire jumpers and those people, man, shout out to those folks who are busting it out there to try and keep this stuff figured out. Probably be a pretty cool gig for a young person. Well, there's a movie, right? Called wildfire or that one about the wildfire, Arizona movie. What was that called? Mm -hmm. Only the yeah, brave. I can't remember the name of it. Only uh, the brave. Remember that? Yeah. 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 That was uh, <laughs> a tough, tough movie. I mean, it was inspiring, but it was tough to watch, you know, the final. Well, it was because it was a true story about some firefighters that were killed. But anyway, enough of that. I just thought, okay, it's uh, it's a real, it's something you got to log in into your lifestyle when you live in an area that in the, when you live in the country, there's different things you got to log in. And, it, you know, it could be flooding. You might live near a place that floods or, a lot of different stuff. Tornadoes. Holy cow. Can you imagine a tornado going through your neighborhood and everything is picked up and twisted and destroyed? Probably are uh, some guys in Oklahoma that are listening could, uh, <laughs> could call in or text us about that one. About things Last flying week, away. Uh, TJ, TJ was sick and uh, it was amazing to see the difference between the time he took his medicine when we started the show and the time <laughs> that the show was over and the medicine had kicked in, but, uh, sick for a while and it took you out pretty hard. Weren't even sure if you were going to be able to do the show or not. And then, um, later that afternoon last week and I came down with it and I know I told you to mask took me out, out before you started the show. <laughs> Doing the show from yeah, forty miles apart. Uh, but I ended up man all week. It's and even even today tonight or this morning whatever. <laughs> I have today, no idea. Tonight. I have no idea what day it is. You don't have a window have no in that what's room, going do you? on. No. But uh, yeah, I got knocked out with that whole deal and been fighting that all week. And I'll tell you what, there ain't nothing fun about being sick. And uh, glad that's over with for, I mean, for the most part, some weird stuff though. I'll tell you what, what the weirdest thing is like I had the body aches and the, you know, and the, all that kind of stuff. And that is miserable. Uh, but my calves, this thing attacked my calves. My calves have never been so sore like all week. Let like them have your calves outside in the new, in yeah. the, you're too long. No, horns. my calves like these beautiful <laughs> things on the bottom half of my leg, you know? <laughs> oh my God. So Cody, is your wife the what kind is that, that is about? very compassionate when, when you're sick? Does your wife take care of you and bring you so stuff? My wife got well? sick as well. So she got, she, so who's your care baby. of you? Your daughter? Yeah, they were sick first and, uh, and I kind of played it off until they got better. And once they got better, I was like, okay, gosh, thank goodness. I'm sick too. 
<laughs> oh, because you well, were doing all the work. Yeah, yeah somebody had to stay sane. Shout out to Road Rash uh, for coming back strong. Uh, when he was saying that he didn't take any meds or anything, he just yeah. crawled underneath his covers for three days until it passed. Yeah. Uh, man, that's... Uh, I have a whole appreciation for how studly that is. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what the Tylenol, uh, I, I, I did that whole deal for, you know, uh, Tylenol two days Advil mix thing. And yeah, ibuprofen, yeah. whatever. And for two days and, uh, it was great. But then I had to like, I don't ever take medicine. And so it just made me feel gross. Oh yeah. You have to detox from all yeah, that. Yeah. You had to like detox from yeah. taking Tylenol yeah, gross. For two days yeah. straight. Yeah. Man, so I'm glad I didn't get that from y'all. Got off the juice, wow. but, uh, starting to feel a little better. Not, I mean, not great. Not a hundred percent by any means, but, uh, holy cow. That's just not any fun. And, and I mean, I really don't this past week. Uh, I, it's kind of a blur. It just kind of happened and it's over and here we are. I don't know why I'm where I am. What's going on? Well, they say if things Let's, peak out, but it could peak and finish that the new variant by the end of February. Wouldn't that be cool if it was just yeah, back we'll to flu and for the cold? next greatest thing. Hey, McBride's guns. The way society's pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shop. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun, go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choices. McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them. 472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com because McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. Uh, coming up next, we'll talk a little fishing. Plus, we've got your news of the weird, all that and more. It's just beginning. It is the number one outdoor radio show in all of Texas. You're listening to it live right here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, your host with Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, and Road Rash. Oh, yeah. uh, hey, now, Max... <laughs> that's his i don't know still trying to come up with a cool intro for myself <laughs> yeah it's not working hey get a fast start with the fast talk at uh without the fast talk at now maxwell supercenter during our start something new sales event and beware of the sticker scam at other dealerships another term you'll see at 
Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price and then put surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Another term you'll see is called market adjustment pricing. What that really means is more profit for the dealership. That's right. And we don't do business that way at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Aftermarket options are available to you and you will never be added and will never be added prior to the purchase of your vehicle without the aforementioned consent. Truckloads of 2022s are showing up every day and you can shop the entire lineup of brand new just off the transport 2022 Rams, Jeep, Chrysler's, Dodges with all the options at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. You have Nile's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us the deal and we'll beat it during the Start Something New Sales event, 620 and 183 in Austin, or online anytime at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. So, the fishing world, it Come is. Come on, uh, CR. It's kicking in. People are starting to do a little fishing. There's some bass tournaments going on. The first FLW Tour event is going on this week we'll start this week on lake sam rayburn and a lot happening on sam rayburn in the next few weeks i'll be fishing a tournament there here in a couple weeks for the flw ever uh costa costa series i believe they're calling it now uh event there uh, but they had a bass champs yesterday on lake sam rayburn and uh, east texas lake sam rayburn and TJ, that's, you know, obviously where you and Talk I Talk to me now. Come were, on. People uh, on my spot. They were. The they were. You wouldn't believe they actually won on your spot yesterday. And uh, 28 pounds to win Bass Champs yesterday on five fish. 28 pounds. So nearly a six-pound average on those fish. That's real close to what I was yeah. going for. Yeah, that's probably what you were – yeah, that's what you so said we were going to catch, but we were uh, in the right spot. Yeah, obviously we were just, it, month, it was funny too. months too early. And that one guy that came zooming up at like 11 o'clock in the morning and he saw where we were fishing and he got pissed off and he threw his rod down and jumped up and down and then turned around and sped off. <laughs> he didn't quite do that, but, but that's what he wanted to do. Cause he was yeah. not happy that we were fishing in that spot. Yeah, that was good. But we didn't go ever. I never felt like we were going in in our spots behind anybody because we kind of found that spot and we we knew we were going to fish it, right? I mean, we weren't. We weren't yeah, going. No, I don't anybody. think we were fishing behind anybody or anything like that. It was just it was in somebody else's rotation as well, and we were sitting there when they decided to roll up on it, and they didn't get to fish it. But uh, twenty eight pounds to to win that's a healthy bag of fish and i was just talking with a buddy of mine earlier this week uh i guess it was earlier this week like i said this last week i don't know it's it's a this total week, blur last week yeah it was sometime in the past month and uh <laughs> i was talking to him and he said uh, we were talking about the weights on lake sam rayburn and how many tournaments there are on that lake right now i mean it's every single weekend and these aren't just like little weekend tournaments with 10 or 15 boats. Bass Champs had over 200 boats yesterday. Golly. Every tournament, every single weekend has well over 100 on Sam Rayburn. 
and if not over 200 every single weekend, and if not multiple tournaments, a Saturday tournament, a Sunday tournament, or two on Saturday and, you know, one on Sunday. So what is the we were, pressure? We were talking that? about that Lake Sam Rayburn, the weights are probably going to be, you know, low because by the time we get there for the Costa event here in the next couple of weeks, there's already going to be eight major events that go through there, whether it's the FLW tour, the college series. I mean, all of these major events and, uh, and, but you know, but then you see like a bass champs where some guys roll in catch 28 pounds and it takes 15 pounds to get a check, uh, 15 or 16 pounds to get a check. It's not fishing. It's fishing pretty darn good if that's the case. So, um, we'll see, you know, it is that time of year. Those fish will start transitioning maybe, uh, even though it just really just kind of got cold. It never really, we never really had a heavy, heavy, heavy winter and hopefully that's fine. And we're done with that and we can move on and just no, forget that we didn't done. have a winter's just getting started. Just starting in Austin or uh, central Texas. Uh, I see it used to be a lot earlier than this why are why is the season moving <laughs> where do you think you live and <laughs> uh, because i mean i've 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 actually sight fished in east texas for a fish on a bed on valentine's day well and i've been at the austin rodeo grounds with a fish tank frozen solid oh yeah and oh march that's good april you can, no, no way. Yeah, the rodeo's coming up in a couple of weeks. And yeah, you're, that's, it's you, in March. Your buddy Kevin Fowler's going to be there. Did you see yeah. that? Last I day of it? Big party. There. I bet they don't have it. I bet I bet it gets canceled or something. Uh, no, they're going anyway, strong. It's here's, back to fishing. What? Back to fishing now. Yeah, back to some fishing stuff. I, I thought it was kind of interesting, uh, this article I ran across. So anyway, to wrap this whole thing up, uh, fishing is getting going. Hopefully, for my sake, uh, the few events that I got going on, I do have two events in February, one here in uh, a couple weeks in the middle of February for the, like I said, the Coast event on Sam Rayburn. And then I go to Kentucky at the end of the month, at the end of February. And that one, I'm just praying that there's a heat wave <laughs> of some sort. Because that could be really, really bad to be in the mountain lake of Lake Cumberland at the end of February. Uh, I mean, that could be like snow on your boat kind of thing. And I'm looking at ordering electric gloves, socks, electric hats. You know, those do work, by the way. I know. The, the, the... Of course. The gloves, I don't know. How would you fish with big old gloves on? There? Well, you wouldn't wear them, wear them. You would just use them intermittently, mitten, intermittently to warm up your hands But the vest, as you needed. The vest and when you're driving, work. that's the worst part, when you're going 70 miles an hour down the lake. <laughs> right? So, well, anyway, fishing season uh right around the corner looking forward to getting on the water but not looking forward to those cold temps and i'm just praying that some of that you know hopefully warms up as we move along well 
better run by Sun Automotive. Get your vehicle checked out before you make that road trip. Sun Automotive, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Sun Auto Service, locations all around Central Texas. 405 West Slaughter Lane is our family location. 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. 1206 Ranch Road. 620 sunautoservice.com to get more information. sunautoservice.com for more information. All right, coming up next, news of the weird. You don't want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is T-Roy Broussard listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. All right, welcome back, regulators. The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, Austin's hottest new restaurant. Sure, raw bar and grill. Really cool selection of oysters. Hand flown in and hand picked every week. They have fantastic pet-friendly patio. They'll have their uh, Sunday brunch with live music today. Can't miss that. It's uh, it's fabulous. They have their desserts all made fresh right there. Uh, handmade breads all made right there. Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder, they have got it together at Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for all the details on the music and the specials for the day. And, man, follow them on Facebook and social media. Their stuff will get you hungry. Shoreatx.com. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go get you some. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, uh, we were talking, I was, uh, I've been telling you that I follow some, I've never followed stuff on YouTube, but I started following some people on YouTube. One of them is, uh, an old boy that, um, there was a twin engine plane that was left at an airport for 30 years and he got in there and he's, he's this, he has a YouTube channel where he takes old vehicles left in fields and, and stuff like that and redoes them, brings them back to life, gets them to run again. He's working on this plane. And so I'm kind of following plane stuff. I I've always kind of been a fan. And then I saw this news post uh, that just came out this week. A 19-year-old British-Belgian pilot's globe-circling adventure broke two Guinness World Records, including becoming the youngest woman to circumnavigate the globe solo. Zara Rutherford, uh, 
19 landed Thursday in Belgium's airport, completing her more than 32,300 mile journey and earning the Guinness Book of World Record for youngest woman to circumnavigate the globe solo and the first woman to circumnavigate in a micro light aircraft. So the, I did, I did see, I I'm actually a member of a couple of, uh, pilot Facebook groups, I guess you'd call them Facebook uh -huh. groups. I guess that's what they are. And, uh, because I, you know, I've flown a little bit and love aviation and all that as well. And, uh, not long ago, I guess probably a couple months ago or something, somebody posted a picture with her at one of our airports around here in central Texas. I guess she had landed at some point and they had been following Get her journey here. Yeah. Oh, they'd been dang. following her journey and all that. And so they got a picture with her or whatever, you know, and I didn't know who it was at the time until I saw you post this, uh, article. She so. said it was, I would say the hardest part was definitely flying over Siberia. It was extremely cold. It was minus 35 degrees Celsius on the ground. She said, if the engine were to have stalled, I'd be hours away from rescue. And I don't know how long I could have survived. That's the part that you can't start thinking about <laughs> when you're doing something like that. Right. No, right. Yeah. You just can't allow yourself to think. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, right. Yeah. Contemplating. Well that part of it although you have had to have thought about it previously so you have like some hand warmers and electric socks <laughs> oh yeah that's what you yeah. need <laughs> you know you it was funny because mrs graney and i went on a hike yesterday and she was coming up with all these things you know like oh we should people hikers should carry a roll of string in case they get lost they could tie it in one spot and let it out and then they'd know if they went in the circle or not. And she was coming up with all these things that people need to carry. And I'm thinking, well, the whole point is to not have to carry a whole bunch of stuff. You have a real weight restriction. If you carried everything you might need, which in my early hiking days, I was notorious for oh, taking yeah. just way too much. You know, I, I was carrying a 70 pound pack and people around me were carrying 30 pound packs. Well, the, the, you just get a watch. Now you don't need to carry a ball of yarn to track your way around. You get a Garmin watch that has it all on there on the face yeah, of the you watch. You got your phone already. That's got, yeah, but the Garmin, even without there. signal will, uh, will tell you where you are. GPS, right? Yeah. You don't yeah, have to I have, have all those apps signal. downloaded and, uh, so Here's a, here, you, you know, it was, inter I it wanted, was interesting. I, it was funny. So but I was glad to hear. I mean, you know, the, she did it for a charity too. She was raising money for girls who code, which is a computer science program. And, um, she is just raising some money for, uh, for young girls and, uh, and education. So good. So I was gonna, here's another oh. news of the weird for you. Go I was going to tell you about the weight restriction and uh, and a little flying lesson that I took. My wife got me a, uh, for one of my uh, milestone birthdays, she got me a flight, like, go get your pilot license. Um, discovery flight. A discovery yeah. flight, right. 
And so what I didn't realize when I got there after they blindfolded me and walked me in and all cheered when I got there was that it wasn't a sport license. It was a sport aircraft, which means it weighs less than 1,500 pounds. The uh, motor is less than 1,000 cc's. It's 800, so it's smaller, half the size of my motorcycle. And when they put me in there, the door didn't close. It's like a screen door, and it was just a little tight. You know what I'm talking about? And the guy was like, well, let's uh, go around, and I'll just push on that door. Just don't lean too close. Just don't lean on it too much. And we went up, man, and did the flight uh, out of Austin. Was that thing the, got up out of the air. With it you did, man. Burp, 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 burp. Sound like five o'clock. That was Charlie, back in but, the day when when beef was a little larger. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it was quite interesting. I was like, "What is the weight restriction?" He goes, "Ah, you don't want to know, but we wouldn't want to put a, another piece of luggage on here. That's for sure." So yeah. as we were flying around, well, that, having you that, take your watch off, and we did a touch and go in, in Spicewood. Where he uh, went down and said, okay, I'm going to have you land this thing. We're going to touch it off, and then we're going to go again. We're going to take yep. it right off. I'm like, wow, you're going to let me do I, that? didn't take you to Brenham for lunch or anything? No, I, it wasn't one of those flights. No, uh-uh. I know that's what I Cody had does. Like, uh, yeah, I've got like 30 of those touch and goes. That's what you do to learn how to land. You just well, go around and land and land It and was land cool. It was cool. But you'd have to make that your hobby. I mean, it's going to be tough to have other hobbies if you're uh, flying. I want one of those. If I do it, if, if if I was to fly, I'd get one of those planes with the big inflated tires that can just go, just drops straight out of the sky, lands right in the field in your backyard. You don't have to have hardly any runway or anything. Because I got, I got a runway. You've been hanging out my... with my father-in-law is what you've been you doing. You need a hoverboard. YouTube, that's him. all he Come does on. is watch youtube videos of these bush <laughs> pilots you, yeah man those guys are bush pilots you could land studs. in your pond right that's, land anywhere the problem right. in and, texas and, is everything's privately owned now the guys that really get into that uh have a lot of public lands around them where they can land in public parks and you know whatever the rules are obviously right. they follow the rules but they can that you can land anywhere I could land in, I could land it, uh, at your father-in-law's. I could land in Buck's place. I could land at your place. And I just go, I'd fly back and forth, fly over, land in Buck's, <laughs> go over there, drink a glass of tea, get in the plane, fly over to your house, see my granddaughter, turn not around, with, not with these fuel prices, not yeah. with these fuel prices. Hey TJ, brother. do you remember when we were in Mexico, the guy we were hunting with that bought his wife a, uh, a plane? Brand for, new plane. for a 50th, yeah. 50th birthday, right? And they flew mm -hmm. him up there. The people came down and got him. He told me that it was made so that if there was a problem in midair, like this girl was talking about, you know, where you have a problem, there was, you could pull this deal inside of the, of the cockpit and it would uh, put out a giant parachute. And basically the whole thing would just float like a capsule to the ground yeah they have those now they have them and they've had them for a while and they're really just now getting but you sacrifice pretty much the plane at that point i believe yeah but who yeah. who owns who owns a plane that's built after 1964 i mean who can afford that i mean every plane that i ever see all the little ones everywhere they're all like oh that's a 1964 cessna single engine uh yeah it's a fixed wing uh, above 
the yeah they're all yeah what are we talking about let's get back to yeah i've got a very important story here okay speaking of news of the weird a leading french aquarium vendor has decided (laughs) to stop selling fish bowls because they drive fish mad and kill them quickly french pet care market leader agro by others libre will no longer sell any aquariums with a capacity ah, less than libre capacity less than 15 liters and only sell rectangular ones as putting fish in small bowls without filtration and oxygen is animal abuse i just thought it was interesting so everybody's the- grown up everybody has grown up at some point or at least had a friend or a neighbor or somebody that they know has had one of those round fish bowls with a goldfish in it that lasts two beta. weeks. And, and then dad like a, and then dad tough. flushes it after about three weeks of it smelling but and nobody feeding it and you put it in the toilet. The, three the, weeks is probably three different fish too because you try and match them for a while and then you finally got to just break the news that your fish died. What happened was in that French company is that the father who created the company a hundred years ago who built it around him and his grandfather both of those guys passed away handed it off to their kid who is the flinch uh he is a socialist and i am going to stand for the oh my god fish hey no more crazy fish Get to a fast start without the fast talk at Nile Maxwell GMC. You need to be aware of sticker scam and other dealerships. Don't be fooled by some dealerships advertisements that show you a lower price than put surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of their vehicles. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Another term you'll see is market adjustment pricing. Aftermarket options are available to you and you'll never be added prior to the purchase price of your vehicle uh, without telling you at Nile Maxwell GMC. Truckloads of 22s are showing up every day and you can shop their entire lineup at Nile Maxwell GMC. Go visit our friends, expert, uh, grade, ex- professional grade experts. We'll take first class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle is just the beginning of the relationship not the end nile maxwell gmc exit 256 in round rock or online nile maxwell gmc.com see dealer for details we are professional grade all right coming up next is game warden field notes you're not going to believe what's happening in yellowstone park well yeah you are after we tell you it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 the outdoor zone.com This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, folks. It's The Outdoor Zone, live at The Bunkhouse. Uh, You're the regulators, the reason we do this show. So thank you for being tuned in. Hey, share us. From your favorite podcast with your friends, just go to theoutdoorzone.com and hit the share button on your podcast and plug in your friends' names. Uh, Hey, it's time for Game Warden Field Notes. The 
These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So uh, this is at a Yellowstone Park. United States Attorney Bob Murray announced today that Benjamin Bagala, age 27, of Santa Rosa, California, pleaded guilty and was sentenced, was sentenced for three counts of assaulting, resisting, and impeding certain officers or employees, and one count of depredation against the property of the United States. Um, he was, according to the evidence on September 25th, 2021 at Lake Yellowstone hotel in Yellowstone national park, Bagala was drinking heavily and began harassing guests running through the halls, breaking things, and eventually approached a security guard with threatening behavior. A law enforcement officer was called to the scene and Bagala's action continued to progress and escalate to an attack on the officer. The law enforcement officer had to deploy his taser to safely gain control, but Gala was extremely intoxicated and displayed injuries from earlier activities. So an ambulance was called. Two additional law enforcement officers arrived to transport Bagala to the Livingston Hospital in Montana. One of the officers rode in the back to restrain him during transport. Bagala broke out of his restraints and fought with the officer. The other officer during the ambulance had to pull over and assist. During this time, both officers received injuries from Bagala's actions, like Yellowstone Hotel reported $2,865 in damages, including broken plexiglass shields, broken plates, broken doors and frames, damaged light fixtures, and blood splattered throughout the hall and lobby. I had to look up depredation. I didn't know what it meant. I had to, you don't, we don't use that word very often, do we? An act of attacking or plundering. Pretty well, descriptive, right? I am such a fan of the old Yellowstone Hotel and the facilities there that anytime somebody's messing with the Yellowstone uh, Park or any of the facilities there, they're going to get me. I mean, they just needed to go throw him over in a boiling sulfur pit somewhere and be done with it. Keep on uh, going. That is that is a sick, terrible thought. Uh, I <laughs> did, <you. laughs> being sick all week uh, for the first time, I did get to watch, speaking of Yellowstone, ah, oh, I watched yeah, season one, two, and three. Haven't <laughs> <watched> <laughs> you got them four. all done, huh? I got them all done in a week because, yeah, I was miserable and up all night. I haven't slept in weeks. Um, but I got to watch Yellowstone, or at least the first three seasons, and... Um, I'll tell you what, I, here's, here's the deal. <clears throat> I feel like the Yellowstone series was, um, I mean, everybody, there, there's so many people that were just like, you know, crazy about this series. Right. And so like, I'm building it up in my head. Like this is going to be the most incredible viewing that I've ever watched. And I think that's what it would have been a lot better had I not heard all of the 
all the hype. raises and all yeah. the stuff about it. You know, like it was like over, over blown oh, up over too sold, much in my head. Oversold, oversold completely. Under delivered. It it was good, but it was way oversold by well then know, the don't, world. Then don't watch eighteen eighty three. Then did well, you want to get a? I heard that you. Oh, now you got to watch eighteen eighty. It's so much better. Do you got to get, do you feel like you need to buy a horse? No, I've always, I, I know I need some horses, but what I need first, is a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you learned from Mo. That's thing. the, that's only, that's really only in the first season though. You don't see the helicopter a whole bunch in the following seasons. Well, fuel yeah. prices are up. So yeah, but Probably. that doesn't mean anything to John Dutton. Well, Hey, so, so basically I'm, I'm at the point where he just got shot and then the season ended again. Okay. And so I don't yeah, know what happened. He doesn't make yeah, it. Yeah. You don't want to watch the rest oh of it. Oh my gosh. Y'all are all, yeah. you're it's terrible. Ruining. And there's probably son, people that haven't watched it. That were his going son, to. Jamie takes over the ranch, sells it, it off, apart, turns it yeah. into a metrosexual clinic. Franchise, yeah. Becomes, becomes a man's head of McDonald's worldwide. It's, it's, it's not the same show. Um, hey, it, so it, it in, 2020, in 2021, uh, in 2021, Yellowstone Park had 4,860,000 visitors. In 2020, they had 3,800,000. And that's with the park being shut down a couple of different months. So, they are experiencing record. We've had over 4 million visitors for the last probably six or eight years, over 4 million visitors a year. Um, but man, the Corona spike was crazy. Yeah. But and this what made it almost 50, this made it almost the 5 visitors million. were, uh, were U S visitors, not international visitors. Well, like, that's because nobody could travel from other countries. I know, but that's it's interesting to me to think that you'd have a million visitors from out of country go to Yellowstone and but those numbers were all filled in by people who were finally getting out and going and visiting our national parks. Although of course now they're scrambling to try and figure out what to do when they got millions of people coming into the park and how to handle it with parking and they're coming up with all kinds of stuff, but shout out, shout out to, uh, feds because they've spent, let's see, Yellowstone has completed over a hundred million dollars in projects over the past two years to improve infrastructure. Hey, turn your mic facing straight at you. <laughs> Twist so, yeah. Radio 101, go. we're back. And... No, anyway, I just, uh, we're, we're trying to figure it out and make sure we got everybody can hear everything. Farmranchstore.com, there's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have a safe and well built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment to ranching equipment, fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Prefer, Powder River, WW Manufacturer, all of whom are trusted names in the industry. Don't buy cheap gear for your piece of property. 
buy the best. And you can find it at farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done. Uh, we've got a whole nother hour of the number one outdoor radio show right here, live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24 7, 365. Hey, and before that, check out our new logo. We got a new logo, a new outdoor zone logo. So check it out and tell us what you think. Catch it 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.